I'm Stacy. Hey, I'm Steph. Welcome to Harnessing Your Power, where we discuss everyday topics to break through the stigma and harness our power through self-mastery. Tune in every Tuesday to join us in conversation as we dig deep into our minds and get closer and closer to our highest self. Hi. Hello. We got to talking a little bit before this and we have been talking about doing self-awareness for a little bit now and we're finally on here and I feel like it is the perfect topic for today. And since you went ahead and gathered the first question, I'll let you do the first question. I am really excited to talk about self-awareness today too. And I think what you titled it, self-awareness, a journey is so perfect because that's one reason why we kind of delayed this topic is because we felt like we weren't quite at the place yet to speak on it. And then we realized that that's what self-awareness really is. It's like this constant journey. Um, so that being said, someone said in the chat that their trading week is going very well. I love to hear that. Definitely want to celebrate that. Um, thank you for your interaction too. But to go ahead and get started with our topic of self-awareness, I did want to ask everyone who's tuning in if you want to drop your answers in the chat. And then Steph, if you want to go ahead and answer too. My first question is, do you think self-awareness is crucial for success and why? So if you want to answer in the chat, you could just say yes or no. Do you think self-awareness is crucial for success? I definitely want to see some answers before I go ahead and give my answer. Yeah. All right. So Yes, I do believe that self-awareness is crucial for success. But I don't think just self-awareness is crucial for success. And I think a lot of the times we become aware of some of our maybe not so great qualities or maybe even some of our great qualities. But I think the most important part of what we do with that is what, what are you doing with that versus versus hey do we know all of our ins and outs cool but are you using them to maximize your productivity to maximize your even knowing like hey these are my strong suits and these are not how can we go ahead and just make sure they're good all the time um i want to get too deep into everything so <laughs> i'll like, really quick because i feel like i have so much to say but i'll what about you what do you think I know. It's like a loaded question. I just want to get into like everything I have to talk about about yeah. the topic. <laughs> you too. Um, I think, excuse me. I think it's absolutely crucial for your success. Um, and I think it's actually something that we talk about in a lot of our different lives. I feel like we always bring up that awareness piece. So I feel like not only is it crucial for your success, but truly for your happiness. And actually one podcast I listened to and prep for this is all about your well-being. And they were saying that self-awareness is one of the biggest keys for your overall well-being. So not just success and happiness, but truly like the well-being of your life. But I agree with you, Steph. I think it's not just the awareness. That's definitely like the first step. And you really need that to know how to move forward. But the awareness by itself isn't going to do anything. It's really what you do with it. I love that you mentioned in all aspects of your life and you're talking about well-being because that wasn't even anything that I was thinking about before we hopped on this. But it, I feel like it's huge because 
I mean, so yesterday there was like a big bag of Skittles that was out. And every time I went past, like, I was like, oh, I'll just have a little bit here and there. And I was very aware, hey, I don't need to be eating all of these Skittles. Like, but did I actually stop eating them? <laughs> no, I kept having some every time I went past. And I feel like I didn't even think about that in a health perspective. How many times do we know, hey, we need to eat better? And then we don't. So I'm really happy that you said that, actually. I feel like yeah. it. And that's why I feel like self-awareness is such a key thing to everything in life. And also, like, such a loaded topic to talk about. Because you really can take the perspective of self-awareness towards everything in your life. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and jump into some stuff. If yes. that's cool. All Let's right. Let's do it. So I think a big that, like, we always talk about self-awareness and we always talk about being aware of just I think obviously when we're talking about self-awareness, we're talking about the self. Hey, what are some qualities that I have? Why am I thinking this way? What am I doing? Um, but I think so often, and I I speak on this because I feel like I've been here. Um, hold on. I have some notes, and I want to get these, like, actually these numbers correct because – sorry, I was reading the chat – um everyone is just relating to you about yeah. eating the candy <laughs> <laughs> i love it though relatability i love that but yeah so actually a little side note something that i kept seeing when speaking on self-awareness is help me be me helping you be you like that is your actual self-awareness are you aware of who you are at your core and one, I thought that was super big, but also I was speaking to a friend that was over earlier today and she was like, what's your overall goal with these lives that you do every week? And I feel like you and I always talk about how, you know, empowerment and helping other people better themselves. But I think one thing, and you mentioned, we mentioned awareness on probably almost all of our lives. But that is one thing that I really love about this. And I started talking about the podcast and stuff. But I think a really big part of it is also increasing people's awareness and helping people be their true selves, their core selves all the way through and being happy with that. So I just thought that that was um, like a really big thing on self-awareness. Do you, And I was going to go into some other stuff, but since I already mentioned it, do you think that being self-aware means that you can be exactly who you are if that question makes sense Ooh, it does make sense and first of all that's a great friend asking your goal about something like <laughs> I know we've talked about like our vision with this and the podcast and everything but truly thinking about like what our goal is behind each each live is is really interesting yeah. to get more intentional with it. Um, Cause I agree. It's definitely bringing more awareness to these type of topics and these like tools that everyone can use. Um, what was your question again? Do you think that increasing your self-awareness helps you be you like your core you, or do you think it has nothing to do with that in your you period? Oh no, it's, I absolutely 
Yeah, I absolutely think it helps you be more of your true authentic self. And I think it also helps you continue to become your best self. Mm. Because I see self-awareness kind of like as a two-part thing. Well, about this. It's like a million-part thing. <laughs> um, but I feel like when you have that self-awareness, and you have this understanding of who you are, what your opinions are, what your values are, and also like what your standards are and how people act and stuff like that, you're able to reflect on your own actions and your own thoughts and see if that's in alignment with your values and with your standards. And then if it's not, that's how you're able to either decide to change your opinion and your standards because maybe that's actually happened to me where I realized like I'm acting a little bit different than like an opinion I have. And I'm like, well, that opinion's actually wrong. <laughs> mm. So I feel like it helps you shift that perspective. And then also notice where you can start to change your thoughts or change your actions to act more in alignment with your core self. But also one thing I was reading was talking all about how self-awareness is not supposed to be so much about well, their perspective was that it's not supposed to be so much about you in this moment right now, but self-awareness truly is a key to becoming your highest self or your best mm -hmm. self. So if you have not only like your values of this moment in mind, but like the, your ideal self, like what your best self looks like and that type of awareness and you bring that perspective into the now and help yourself to have the thoughts and the actions that your best self might have. I actually really like that. It's not even being aware of being aware of you. It's creating you. Yes. Literally, yes. it is. Wow. I actually really love that. I'm glad I asked. Um, so I was listening to something that had a very interesting take on self-awareness because, and this is the reason I pulled up my notes. It was like actual numbers. I So... I want to ask in the chat, and if you can just write a quick yes or no, do you feel like you are self-aware? And you can answer too, Stacey. <laughs> um. I would say I feel like I am very self-aware. Um, and that's actually something I want to get into a little bit more in a little bit, because other people always tell me I'm self-aware too. So that's like an interesting thing but I definitely I want to hear if other people think they're self-aware and I I want to say too it's okay if not yeah <laughs> like definitely. definitely be honest I think being able to say no is part of self-awareness it is it I think is. it's a start mostly that's a good answer like hey I'm there but not all like you know right I need to say that okay cool so the reason that I ask is because they did a study, definitely feel like I'm very self-aware, but sometimes lose that when I'm in my lows. Mm. Thank you for the transparency. Oh. I love that. Um, well, you know, I love the transparency. So I was listening about the study and basically 90% of people in the study believed that they were self-aware. So they ended up doing the study and I love Stacey that you said that people tell you that you're self-aware because the way that they did the study was not only do you have to think that you're self-aware but using that same study that they were using 
people around you that you were close with had to also say that you were self-aware. And based on all the data that they had on the actual person and the people that they knew, 10 to 15% of that group were actually aware. So the starting number was 90% and 10 to 15. That means that 80% on a good day, 80% of people are lying to themselves. About, and the way she put it was 80% of people are, are lying to ourselves about lying to ourselves. <laughs> that was my same reaction. I was like, wow, like we can think that we are self-aware, but thinking isn't knowing and I was just like okay cool where is she going with this and she didn't have there was no pattern in based on that 10 to 15 percent there was no pattern in age industry gender anything it was literally just people and their awareness but one of the things that she also noted was people who are more self-aware end up feeling less in control which I thought was very interesting. Less in control. It was less in control, more sad slash depressed, less satisfied, and sometimes feeling less in control of either their lives or their relationships. And I thought that that was very interesting because I think one of the first things that we, me and you talked about when we talked about self-awareness was cool, self-awareness is cool, but what about the action behind the awareness? And I know we always talk about the action behind it all, but how do we actually get there? How do we make that shift? And one of the big things that she had mentioned on making that shift is, are we asking why or are we asking what? So really like, instead of thinking why, um, was one of the good questions? Why do I feel so terrible? What is making me feel so terrible? And how can I do it? Yes. Wow. I, I love everything that you said. Um, and I definitely have a few things I want to touch on. But I also wrote down an example of shifting a why question into a what question. Yes. <laughs> and my example, instead of asking yourself, why do I fail at this task so often? You ask yourself, what are the circumstances in which I fail at this task and what can I do to change them? And they were talking about that. It might not be that you're not good at that task, but maybe every time you go to do that task, you're hungry or you're in a really loud place and you need quietness for this task or whatever it is. So I think it's really interesting when we look at self-awareness as not just like our opinions or what we like, but truly breaking down every single layer of what makes us feel the best and what also makes us not feel the best and how different situations can cause us to act our best or not our best. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's interesting that your point was that sometimes people who are more self-aware can one feel in less control because I think I can definitely relate to that. (laughs) But it's interesting how you said they feel less satisfied because I actually wrote down a point that increased self-awareness can lead to higher levels of 
satisfaction? Well, it's not necessarily saying self-awareness leads to less satisfaction. It's self-awareness without the action leads to less satisfaction because, and I think I speak on this from experience 100%. Cool. We can talk about all of our self-awareness and sometimes we can so self-aware yet put nothing behind it and at that point now you're just self-aware of hey I'm doing all these things maybe not in the best way and now you're just in this like now you're just aware but not doing anything about it and at that point are you feeling how are you feeling at that point how are you feeling about your negative qualities if you're not doing anything about them and I think that's can it lead and I think it's that, I think that's why also I thought self-awareness a journey because I think the beginning of a self-awareness journey is not fun. <laughs> right. It's really right. that look in the mirror. Like, who am I and what does anything mean to me? Right. And it only can truly allow you to have that positive growth and positive change by being fully honest with yourself. Mm. And one podcast I listened to even mentioned like, acknowledging those like thoughts that you might have in the corner of your mind that you don't even want to share with someone else. Mm. Maybe you have an opinion that goes like against like social norms or whatever it is. But in order to really have self-awareness, you have to be aware that you have that opinion and actually accept it about yourself. So if you want to have an opinion that goes against the norm, like that's fine, but really like feel strong in that or again, like, or change it. Um, so I think that's interesting. And I also think that um, thinking about self-awareness and like different situations can be really interesting too. Um, oh, your light went out. <laughs> um, so like being able to also understand like your triggers or mm things like that. Um, one example was this story of these people in a relationship and this girl in the relationship was always arguing with her boyfriend saying like, you're so inconsiderate, all of these things, like you don't even show me enough love. And she thought that it was her boyfriend who needed to grow and had all these issues. But through her own self-awareness journey, she realized that it was different insecurities she had herself and that certain moments when like she would want physical attention and he wouldn't give it to her it would trigger her into her past experiences or trauma or whatever it might be and made her feel like he was intentionally withholding love from her mm. and so like her awareness of that entire complex she was able to have that communication with her boyfriend and you know also realize that it wasn't anything he was doing she was just creating this whole narrative herself, but she was talking about it through the blog post that even though she had this awareness and things like that, like it would still trigger her all the time when the situation would happen. So it really takes a lot to sometimes break those like deep paradigms that we have, especially if it comes from like a negative past experience or trauma or something, but her self-awareness allowed her to at least understand. So every time that situation would happen, instead of getting mad at her boyfriend, she would be able to realize like, okay, like 
this is just in my head, like he's not meaning to do this to me. So she was able to stop having so many arguments with him and able to actually heal from her past trauma because of that awareness to it. But that's just like one specific situation. So I feel like it can get really interesting when we think about bringing self-awareness into all different situations. And one article is also talking about starting to pay attention to how we feel around different people. Mm. Not just like if we agree with what they're saying, but really like how do we feel when we're around them? Do we feel positive and energized? Or do we feel like they're draining us? And that comes um, into the internal and external self-realization. I mean, self-awareness, self-realization, I guess it's the same thing. Um, which is kind of what you were talking about a minute ago with that survey of people thinking they're self-aware, but then others like not seeing that same thing in themselves. So that's like the second part of self-awareness is understanding how others view you and also how you view others. And like that whole thing that can conspire from that. So based on based on whether you're feeling like you are self-aware and how other people view you and your self-awareness, do you think that, and this isn't a question I prepared beforehand. This is just like genuine, like question that I have now. Do you think that communication is necessary for you to be self-aware? Like, does it need to be something that is spoken or can it just be in your mind and if not, what does, like, how would other people view you as self-aware if we don't communicate? Does that make sense? Right. It does make sense. And I feel like it doesn't necessarily have to be communicated. I think a huge aspect of it is that vulnerable, like, conversation with yourself or maybe journaling about it. But I think once you get to a certain point on your self-awareness journey that you really are more self-aware, you will naturally show it. Whether or not you're like actually saying what happened, but I think one reason why people always tell me that, whoa, like you're so self-aware, like, wow, you have that awareness, is because anytime I'm kind of like venting about something, I'm always like jumping to like, I guess my awareness. (laughs) Um, Like, I'm trying to think of an example, and I didn't like prepare one. Um, But I don't know, like if something just like, let's just say something like annoyed me in my house or something. And I'm like, oh, like, I don't know, like, the living room is always a mess. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like, and I'll feel like super upset about it. And I'll be like, feeling very like emotional and all of this. But right away, I'll be jumping to, okay, why do I feel that way? Because I was raised in a really strict household that was always completely clean. And if I ever left a mess in the living room, I would get grounded and like in a lot of trouble. So that's like such a deep narrative that's in my head. But I feel fortunate that I do. (laughs) He said not the living room. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I do feel fortunate that I have that like level of self-awareness that I feel like kind of naturally I'm always jumping to like, okay, but why? Am I feeling this way, especially about like emotional things? But Mm. for me and my self-awareness journey, I'm definitely at a point of working to create action behind that or to change my opinion. I think sometimes I'm good at 
the action part, if it's something that I need to do. But that example that I gave, really, there's no action. I really just need to kind of change my opinion about it. Like, it's never that my living room is even that messy at all. Like, it's really not that serious. It's okay. And on a conscious level, like, I don't care that much. But there's just something deep inside of me that tells me I should be upset about it. So mm-hmm. having that awareness of like, okay, now I need to break that habit or like break that thought. But I'm still at this place where I don't really know how to sometimes fully break, break those thoughts when it's something that's so deep in your head. Um, and that's actually one reason why I wasn't sure if I was ready to talk about self-awareness. But then as we were talking, we were like, no, that's the whole thing is like, it's literally a journey. Yes. Yes. And I think that also goes back to what we were saying in the beginning. Cool. Now you've just, now you've established the why. Okay. This is why, Hey, I grew up in this kind of household. Now what is making me feel this and what do I do to change it? Right. Um, that narrative of, okay, why am I feeling this way? You can know why you're feeling this way, but is it only going to make you more upset? Probably. (laughs) Now, what do we do to change it or what exactly? Because when you said, okay, maybe it's not that messy at all. Okay, but what part of it is the part that's annoying you? What triggered you to really feel that? And I think that is part of that journey as well. Like, how do we change those whys to what's? Right. Right. I love that. I love that changing that why to what because I feel like that's such – like a fundamental tool that you can just always remind yourself to like, okay, the why now the what? Yeah. So when you were talking, when you were talking about an example earlier, when we were talking about, and like earlier in the day, when we were talking about receiving feedback that we don't necessarily like changing that, like really changing that thought of why is somebody saying this? about me or to me versus okay what are they really saying do I believe this and what can I do to move forward and really like just getting past that and I feel like that really is where that why to what like made that switch in my mind yeah interesting um I want to go back to like one thing you said earlier too, when you were speaking on how we truly like create our reality um, and how through like working on our self-awareness, we're able to um, really have more of an understanding of our thoughts and things like that. Because one thing I was reading actually was saying that you are not your thoughts you're just the entity observing your thoughts. Mm. And once you even know that, depending on how you take it, but how they were attempting to steer it is that actually should make you feel even more powerful and even more in control because you're just the one observing these thoughts and you have all the power to change them and to make sure that they're in alignment with who you are and who you want to be. Um, And they were just mentioning that the self-awareness really is the precursor to all of that type of self-development and personal development. Katie, they said, you are not your thoughts. You're just the entity observing them. 
And that allows you to have more power and control over them. And I just really love that because I'm really big into thought work. And I know I'm not my thoughts, but in a way, like, I don't know. I love thinking about how, yes, I create my thoughts, but your thoughts also kind of like create you. It's kind of like a cycle to me. Um, And I feel like bringing self-awareness into that is how you're truly able to say, okay, even though it is like this cycle, like, no, it's me. Like I'm creating that thought and I have the power to make that thought, whatever I want to be. Um, yeah, that was, that was that point. <laughs> no, I think that's, I love how you said you, you create your thoughts, but your thoughts also create you. And really bringing that back in. I've never thought about being the entity viewing my thoughts. Um, But I feel like we've talked about a similar concept on here before. And like really taking that control of, okay, I can have whatever thoughts I want. Like when you first said changing your opinion, one of the biggest, like one of my biggest thoughts was, can you change your opinion? Mm. And yes, you can. But what does it take to change that opinion? And I feel like from a very opinionated person, um, like the first, like the first second you said that I was like, well, can you? And like, that's also where self-awareness comes back in. Like, why can't you? What do you have to do to do that? Is it something that really doesn't, when you explained, okay, do I actually have this opinion or is it something that was rooted into me? the same thought process of if you don't believe, um, Ooh, I can't remember the quote about being programmed. Like, I don't know, but you know, do you believe that there's certain things that have been programmed into us or are you, you? Oof, that goes deep because <laughs> like, what even are we except Oof. everything that has been programmed into us? Like, Oof, like what even is an own unique thought? Someone wow. teaches you how to talk. Like, wow, that goes deep. I wonder what babies think about before they talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is so valid. Because, yeah, like, how do we even process those thoughts? Like, I feel like now when we have thoughts in our heads, you're thinking in words. Right. How do we think if we don't have words? And now maybe we've gone on to a different <laughs> tangent. We have. Um, Katie said, or not, or not letting pride keep you from change. Right. Like having your pride stop you from even accepting that your opinion has changed. And actually, that is something that I can relate to a lot because I, at one point, was a very, very, very vocal vegetarian. And I eat meat now. What? (laughs) And that was actually a really big journey for me mentally. Um, Like, part of me was literally thinking, like, ooh, like, am I allowed to, like, change my opinion on this? And also, like, what are other people going to think? Because I still actually have all the same values that I was preaching about when I was vegetarian, but I just came across new information and realized some things about my own self and my own health in this moment that caused me to change. But it is kind of scary.
scary being like, oh, like something I felt so strong about now I'm changing. I love that you brought that up because I'm pretty sure that's one of the things that brought us to speaking was you talking about being vegetarian. Um, and I was honestly very shocked. I, I don't think any differently of you, but I was also very shocked. Um, but I do think you do a very good job at explaining how your opinion has changed and why your opinion has changed. So um, I think that's very appropriate for this. And thank you for sharing that on live. Of course. <laughs> um, another point I wanted to bring up, which we kind of touched on, but I wanted to go a little bit deeper about how um, sometimes you can have that self-awareness, but if you're not taking any action or doing anything to change it, you're going to stay stagnant or it's even going to make your situation worse. So I was reading a lot about self-awareness being tied to your self-confidence and how sometimes if you're too caught up in your self-awareness, it actually could cause you to have lower self-confidence. And I can relate to this so much. And I think this is actually where my self-awareness comes from. I think for me, it comes from actually being overly self-critical. Mm. and working through that with like self-love and things like that but that's caused me to truly like analyze myself so much which can yes be great but it can also lead to not only like that lower self-esteem but um this girl elizabeth april called it self-awareness exhaustion Mm. and her podcast is very metaphysical she was going very deep into different energetic things when she was talking about self-awareness, but she was pretty much saying that in every moment, like there's so many layers, there's so many things, even in this moment right now, like I could be thinking about how I feel hot in this room or how I hear sound out in my living room or this conversation we're having or all these people Mm -hmm. hopping on this live, everything I need to do when I get off or like, there's so many things you could be aware about in this moment that while yes, we do want self-awareness, but if we're truly like, caught up in just that self-awareness piece at every level of everything it's just gonna be overwhelming we don't even have the mental capacity to go through that and it's just gonna lead to mental exhaustion and probably inaction and you not do anything because you're just gonna be like whoa um and like I said I can definitely relate to that because that's where I feel like I'm really at with my self-awareness journey um can you relate to that at all Steph or where do you think you're at in your self-awareness no I think that's exactly That makes a lot of sense. I think that's actually exactly where I have been with my self-awareness journey. And I think, you know, you talked about, were you even ready to talk about self-awareness on here? And I think that's where I was at too. I was like, do I really want to talk about this right now? Because cool, being self-aware is cool. But what comes next? And Mm -hmm. also, what is your mind focused on next? It all goes back to, when we talk about really harnessing your power, it all goes back to, harnessing the power of our thoughts and mind because um so there was a a study on how it's a 23 year old study on how widows adjusted to being without their partners Mm. and for the widows who were wanting to find out you know the meaning of their loss like what really happened what is the meaning behind my loss they were happier one month later than the other widows But one year later, they were actually more depressed than the other widows. 
And it's because what is your mind fixated on? They fixated their mind on that meaning for so long that that is, that's everything that like played out in their lives. And I think that's where we really have to do that, changing that why to the what, or like changing the actual awareness to, okay, what comes next? What action take to make this awareness worth it? Because I genuinely believe that self-awareness without action, it does lead to less of everything. And when we talked about feeling less control, cool, you could be self-aware, but if you're not making the change, are you in control? Mm -hmm. I guess the question there, like you can be aware of all these things that you want to change, but what happens when you don't make the change? If you don't make the change, let me change that word. <laughs> it doesn't feel good. <laughs> no. no. And I, I mean, I feel like I can be on multiple sides of that, but currently in my self-awareness journey, there's a lot of things that I feel like I have been aware about that. I'm like, okay, now it's time to make that change. Okay. Now it's time to take that step. And I feel like self-awareness isn't always an easy journey. It's more, Hey, is it worth it to be who I want to be, to be that person that I'm creating and want to be at my core? Mm. And if that's truly worth it, which I 100% believe it is, why would we stop the self-awareness journey? Um, this isn't like any, I don't, I don't know if you're on TikTok at all, but TikTok has a section of TikTok that they call witch talk. And they talk about like, just a lot, a lot of metaphysical stuff, a lot of crystals, a lot of all of that. And they make like a lot of self-awareness jokes on there. Um, oh, I had one that I was going to say and I lost it as I was talking about witch talk. Um, <laughs> I might come back to that. I can't remember exactly where I was going with that, but I might come back to it. But that's just a little side note um, because I feel like being on there is what I can't remember the exact TikTok, but being on there, there was a TikTok that had come around that made me realize, okay, cool. I'm aware of all these things that I want to change now. What's that next step? Right. And it, what? To the what? And the I what? honestly, like, I just thought about this right now, reflecting on my own life. And I feel like when we have that self-awareness that we need to make a change for the better, and then we don't make that change we're almost reinforcing that negative thought like about ourselves, Cause that's something I've been really big into lately is like, are you giving yourself the evidence to trust yourself? Ooh. So one thing for me is I have been striving to wake up earlier. I'm over here in LA and if you're trading and you're in the markets, you know, great time to be trading is pretty early in the morning in Eastern time, which is even earlier in the morning for me out here in LA. So on some days I really, really, really not only want to, but like need to get up at like four or 5 a.m. And it's something I've been struggling with for like two months. Since I decided I wanted to start waking up early, like almost every single day, I just snooze my alarm and go back to sleep. And I have like no recollection of even snoozing my alarm. I tried putting my alarm like in the bathroom so I have to get all the way up out of bed and I'm just sleepwalking over there and turning it off and going back to sleep and it just has started me like in this thought like I'm never gonna wake up early 
because over and over and over, I'm showing myself that I'm not waking up early. And it's just almost at a point where now it feels even harder than it did when I first started. But what I actually realized about this specifically today, okay, what can I change so I can wake up earlier? And the big thing is go to sleep earlier. Like I'm sleepwalking to turn my alarm off because my body truly needs that rest because I went to sleep at 1 a.m. last night. So of course I can't wake up at 4 a.m. Like, <laughs> um, and I feel like that might just be relatable because I know everyone is always talking about needing to wake up earlier. <laughs> that is extremely relatable to me, at least. Um, but also, oh, I wish I would have written this down while you were talking. I didn't want to interrupt you. Um, when we talk about, okay, you started talking about self-awareness. What The evidence, start- the evidence that you give yourself? Yes. So when we, t- thank you for that. So when we talk about, the evidence that we give ourselves. One thing that I had listened to, I want to say it was a podcast. I'm not 100% sure, but trusting your, when you said the evidence to trust yourself, one, like one exercise that I had heard of that was giving yourself more evidence to trust yourself is tell yourself to do something and do it. Literally mm-hmm. listen to and so even if it's something as simple as okay cool maybe getting up early is something that hasn't been you know working for you right now but can you give yourself evidence to trust yourself that you're going to do what you say elsewhere so maybe hey you already woke up the first thing you're going to do is brush your teeth anyways i mean first a lot of us i hope <laughs> um but can you wake up and be like i'm going to brush my teeth and then go brush your teeth I'm going to hop in the shower and then hop in the shower. But it's literally just that practice of saying it out loud and then doing it so that you feel the power behind your words and feeling the power within yourself that, hey, I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do. Um, That was just an exercise that I had done. Really helpful for me, at least. I'm so glad that you shared that because this is like, I guess this is self-awareness. I often like focus on what like I don't get done or the times that I don't do what I tell myself to do, that it's become such like a narrative to myself that like, I just don't always do what I need to, or I like don't do what I tell myself. So that exercise of verbalizing it out loud, telling myself, I'm going to go do this and doing it for little things like brushing your teeth or something that you know you're going to do either way. That's amazing. I'm really going to start doing that. Change your narrative, change your life. (laughs) Literally. literally. Um, Rhonda says she's going to do that too. So I'm excited for you, Rhonda. Yes, I love it. Um, I know we started a few minutes late, but we are coming close to the hour mark. Um, so one last thing I did want to share, um, is seven different things that you can start doing to start building your self-awareness and increasing your self-awareness. Um, and honestly, I feel like there's seven things that everyone should just do all the time. (laughs) Um, so the first one is walking and especially in nature, but they actually cited a bunch of research about how your mind is stimulated and how you're able to have a lot of new thoughts and come to new conclusions and new solutions while walking. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Wait, I don't know if it's just me, but I can't hear any sound. Can you hear me? Yeah, am I back? Yes, you're good. You, you, I could see you, but I couldn't hear any sound, so I did not get to. I don't know if it's just me, though. No, I think it was everyone. My phone's about to die. Um, <laughs> the second one is mindfulness, which you can practice through meditation and focusing your attention and on, like, one thing and focusing your thoughts inward to understand your outer state of being. The third thing is becoming a good listener. And to actually step out of yourself. And I think that's very interesting that stepping out of yourself can actually help you bring more awareness into yourself. Mm. The fourth thing is coming across new ideas and new perspectives from other people or from reading something, from whatever it is, and having an open mind to that. The fifth thing is journaling and reflecting. The sixth thing is feedback from others which you actually brought up earlier. So actually allowing that feedback from others to sink in, I mean, not too deep, <laughs> if it's not something that you feel is the truth about you, but to actually hear the feedback with an open mind and decide if it's something, yes, you need to work on, or if, you know, maybe they're just deflecting onto you or whatever it might be. And then number seven um, is doing different, like emotional intelligence and self-awareness quizzes and there's actually a lot online or different like journal prompts of things like that. And I know that we actually had a few we wanted to ask. Um, so that first awareness exercise question that I'll ask you, Steph, and if anyone wants, definitely answer in the chat, um, but it might be a little bit of a long answer. So the first question is, when are you at your best? So I actually love this question. And when we were looking at just different ways to talk about self-awareness and I saw this, I was like, I guess that's a great question to ask for self-awareness because when are you at your best, like overall and really looking early, early mornings. Mm, I actually mm. was thinking like time-wise in the day. So I'm glad that you said that, but for me, I was actually having a conversation just talking about I'm at my best when I'm eating good. I'm at my best when I'm working my body, like working out physically, like going to the gym, like doing the things that I know make me better. And I'm also at myself when I'm doing the things I said I was going to do. So even when we talked about that exercise earlier of, hey, I'm going to do this, like even that I can see the difference in oh, yeah, I'm going to do that. Um, and I remember I had taken like a, a success course in college. And one of the things they were talking about was goal setting and like how we set our goals. But instead of asking yourself or instead of giving yourself the task, okay, like giving yourself a to-do list back to back to back, am I going to make time to do this? And when you ask yourself the question, am I going to make time to do this? It's a, it's kind of like you're challenging yourself. Um, and that was something I realized really thinking about when am I at my best? Like, am I sitting here and telling myself to do things or am I asking myself, am I going to, am I going to make this a priority today? Um, 
but overall it really is when i'm when i'm taking care of myself how well do when we talk about being that entity looking at our thoughts are you nurturing your thoughts are you nurturing this body that you have um and really making the most of it and i think that's that's when i'm at my best when i am nurturing myself when i am doing those meditations and am i always actively like doing that like every single day and I can notice the pattern when I am consistent and when I'm not. So yeah. I-, I love how you said, like when you're giving yourself a to-do list or things like that, you're asking, am I going to make time to do this? And am I going to make this a priority? That is also something I'm going to bring into my own life because I am the best at filling out my planner (laughs) and creating a beautiful schedule, even putting like breaks in there. And like, if you need me to plan your schedule, holler at me. I'm great at planning schedules. However, the day will come and I'll open my schedule and I'll be like, hmm, I'm not going to follow it. I don't want to do this today. I'm going to do something else or whatever it might be. So bringing that awareness and that, intentionality am I actually going to make time for that um I love that and I also agree completely with what you said I feel like I'm definitely at my best self when I'm caring for myself and I think a lot of people probably feel the same because how can we even be our best self if we're not caring for ourselves? um and it's also very obvious to me when I'm not And I've actually been in a state the last few months where I haven't been. And I think that's been one thing that's definitely been impacting other areas of my life. Um, You know, like I also love working out and this week I'm back in the gym. Today's going to be day three right after this live. So we're good, (laughs) but really getting back into those habits. And I feel like sometimes it's when we get so far out of those good habits that we realize like, whoa, ah, like we're in a bad spot. Like we really need to do that again so we can get back into a good flow. Um, and I'm also at my best when I at least sit outside for 30 minutes a day. I noticed that's one of like the most impactful habits for me personally because I love the sun and I love plants and I just love outside. So on like a conscious mental level it makes me really happy but then also like the physical health benefit of getting the sunlight and things like that so that's definitely my top thing that makes me feel the best as we were both talking about like caring for ourselves all I can see now is creating like when you talked about you are the person observing your thoughts like can we create a relationship with the person observing your thoughts and and your thoughts or like really nurturing the relationship between you and you? Ooh. (laughs) Wow. Um, That's really like what that question got me to. When are you your best self when I nurture me? Right. And I feel like in order to do that, you have to have some level of awareness into how to nurture yourself and into how to talk to yourself. What type of like thoughts can you have that will actually encourage you to do what it is that you want to do? Yeah. Yes. I love that. I love that a lot. Um, I am. I'm glad that you asked that question on the live because I feel like it forced me to think about it more on the spot. So, um, did you want to ask 
a second question from that? Did you want me to ask? You can ask. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, as okay, I'm just gonna go for what activities are you doing when time flies by? And I also have a reason that I really like this question, but I want you just go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um. Side note, like I knew you we were going to ask this question before we started this live and I didn't even think about my answer. So this I is not mine either. <laughs> fully on the spot. Um, like fun things. I don't know. Like the first thing I think about, I can't think about something specific, but something like fun or something that I enjoy doing and that makes me feel really good. And being out in nature, honestly, like... <laughs> I was just gonna say I feel like you almost answered that but I wasn't gonna like give you your like force an answer onto you so I didn't say that um but whenever I think time flies all I can hear is the phrase time flies when you're having fun um but I also think that's why I really like this question because what are you doing when time flies now you can go back and think about what truly is fun for me Right. And that's where I feel like the self-awareness can actually lead to more satisfaction because you can think about what actually makes you feel good. Yes. Yes. I love it. Um, What about you? What are you doing when time's flying by? Honestly, now that like we're now that we're talking about this, I'm like, wow, I really when you talked about not being as active in the gym, I feel like being in the gym helps time fly for me or being, um, being with people that I care about being with friends, being with family. Um, but I, for sometimes like, and I am very aware that I need to make the gym a very strong habit again. I feel like it's been like a very, here and there okay I'm still like kind of going but not really um but I feel like time really does fly when I'm in the gym and I genuinely love that I forget that it is something that I genuinely love love yeah I love that and I feel like I don't know um this is the last thing I'm gonna say and then we can wrap it up going back to someone's point in the chat earlier when they said that usually they're really self-aware except when they're at their low point was interesting because one thing I read was that a lot of times people won't actually reflect until something goes wrong. And I feel like bringing that self-awareness to when we feel our best and when time is flying by and what we truly enjoy doing can help us bring more of that into our life. And that's the reflection when you're like at your best, like who's having like the best time ever. And is like, oh, let me think about what I'm doing so I remember to do this in the future. Like, you're not. You're just enjoying the moment, which is great. Like, definitely enjoy the moment, but maybe reflect on that later so you can bring more of that into your life. Um, But, yeah, that was interesting how someone in the chat kind of said the opposite earlier. But also, if if you know that you're not as self-aware when you're at your low point, are you aware just not taking the action? Mm. I feel the same way and I feel like when I'm at my low point I'm not really as self-aware but I'm extremely self-aware I'm just putting myself down about it and I don't think that that makes anything better but if you can be aware of the fact that are you 
is it affecting your self-esteem? Is it affecting your growth? Can you go back and not let it affect your growth? Mm. And I think yes. that's... <laughs> I um, love it. Self-awareness think- is such a cool thing. Like, when you really get into it, you're like, whoa, like, who am I? What do I think? What do I like? Like, it's amazing. Yes. I need to... Yes. No, but I know we are at our hour mark. Um, I know we had started a few minutes late. I don't know what our actual hour mark is, but um, thank you for unpacking self-awareness with me. And I think this is also one that we can really unpack now. And we both mentioned that we weren't sure if, like, not sure, but like at one point when we brought up this topic, we weren't sure if we were ready for it. Um, And I think this is one we can unpack again when we're a little further in our self-awareness journeys. Um, But as always, I appreciate you unpacking every topic with me. And I appreciate everyone who interacted today because I feel like we had a lot of interaction today. And I thought it was really good. Yes, absolutely. I actually am really excited to revisit this topic sometime in the future and be able to talk about when we're at the next part in our self-awareness journey. Yeah. Um, So that will be really exciting. And yes, definitely thank you everyone who tuned in live with us and interacted in the chat. Definitely keeps it fun. And I appreciate all of you. And also thank you to anyone watching this recording on Instagram, on YouTube, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, because we are everywhere. (laughs) We would not be here without you. So thank you guys. And see you next week. Bye. See you next week. (laughs) Bye.